part two of this two-part election 2019 episode of the Health Advocate podcast from the Australian Healthcare and Hospitals Association. My name is Terry McDonald and I'm the website and social media officer here at AHA. I'm here with AHA Advocacy Director Krista Partell. In our last episode, we discussed AHA's assessment of the health policies put forward by the major national parties, and we touched on their various commitments to universal health care, their commitments to equity in health, their policies to support outcomes-focused, value-based health care, and their commitments to sustainable funding. In this episode, we look at AHA's assessment of their policies to support coordinated and integrated care, their commitments to innovation in response to need, and their policies to support a holistic view of health and wellbeing. Now, turning to coordinated and integrated care, Labor and the Greens both got a tick for their policies, while the Coalition received a neutral assessment. I should note, a tick is a positive ranking, an X is a negative ranking, a naught is a neutral, and a question mark is an absence of policy or unclear policy. So why the ticks for Labor and the Greens and a naught for the Coalition? Well, we found that both Labor and the Greens, uh, with their proposal on Labor's side with the Australian Health Reform Commission and with the Greens' proposal for a single funding authority, would try to tackle some of the wicked problems in health, namely health not being coordinated and health being not integrated, especially from a health consumer's perspective. So with both of these policy proposals, we would hope that the finger pointing and the blame game would be taken out of health. Labour has come out and said that they would specifically uh, task the Health Reform Commission to first focus on primary care and access to specialists in public hospitals. And we would support that and we would want Labour to establish the commission as soon as possible and to get the thought leadership under way on these two issues, but on more broader coordinated care issues. One thing that the Greens had mentioned was, in the response to us, was that they had also had a plan to introduce new models of integrated primary health care, which we would support. But we would hope that the Greens would have come out with a bit more policy detail around that. Again, they also had said that they would consider broader integrated governance arrangements uh, for the coordination of services. But again, we would want to see more details on that as well. Now, for the coalition, we have to welcome the fact that, you know, that they have focused a lot on digital health and last year they launched the National Digital Health Strategy and they've put a huge focus on the My Health Record which will help to assist health consumers and service providers in knowing the types of care that have been provided and so individuals and the health professionals have a longer term picture of the care that was provided but we have called on the coalition to support our policy proposal which we put forward in our health systems reform blueprint uh, for an independent national health reform entity to try to take the finger pain uh, the finger pointing and the blame game out of health not finger painting right so when assessing the various commitments to innovation in response to need AWHA made the comment innovation is more than agreeing strategy with doctor and pharmacy groups Did the parties put forward innovative proposals focused on workforce, funding models and translating innovation into treatments for all Australians? 
what we saw previously with the coalition in recent years were the agreement of a number of compacts with uh, health professional groups. And we've seen most recently with the backpedaling on physicians being able to prescribe scripts for longer uh, amounts of time that uh, the professional groups in health have a lot of influence and have been able to dictate uh, health policy, not always to the benefit of the health consumer and their carers. So what we would like to see is a bit more systems thinking and thinking that puts the health consumer at the center rather than the professional groups. Now, the coalition had previously put forward a healthcare home proposal, which would have tried to implement innovative coordinated care, better use of workforce, but it didn't have the buy-in of professional groups to actually truly have it work properly. In the most recent budget, they've put forward a proposal for Australians that are uh, seven years and older to register with a, a general practitioner to try to receive more innovative care, more innovative approaches to care, or 21st century approaches to care. And should they form government, uh, the devil will be in the details. And we would actually want to see that type of approach for care to move beyond then just those age 70 and over. When considering Labour and the Greens, again, we would point to Labour's Health Reform Commission and the Greens' uh, single funding authority. We really think that these two proposals uh, would be able to tackle uh, some of the wicked problems in health and would be able to do the long-term innovative thinking to address issues like workforce scopes of practice, the best way to fund uh, the delivery of health services, and to take the politics out and get everyone on board, including the professional groups. I might just say, though, that whoever wins power after Election Day, uh, that they really need to focus on models of care and funding arrangements, and we need to actually move away from the traditional fee-for-service payments and funding, because these can entrench fragmented care, not innovative care, and we need to fund what's most valuable for the patient. And those are the health outcomes that matter most to them. Not always the health outcomes that matter most to the treating uh, service provider. I do want to note though that we did give ticks to Labour and, and the Greens for supporting bringing forward a, uh, a national strategy on climate and health and well-being and we would call on the coalition to commit to doing the same. We do know that Australians across the country experience day-to-day -day the impacts of climate change and we do know that health services are on the front line of dealing with Australians affected by the impacts of climate change, either through uh, drought, more tropical storms, flooding, new diseases coming further south that hadn't been here in those areas before. Or if you look at uh, the thunderstorm asthma, for instance, a couple of years back in Melbourne. And so the health sector is adamant that uh, action needs to be taken and uh, they're prepared to work with government to respond to that. And finally, Labor and the Greens each received a tick for policies to support a holistic view of health and well-being, while the Coalition was ranked neutral. How did the assessors come to this assessment? Well, it makes sense to support a holistic view of health and well-being, and AWHA had come out and supported right away Labor's commitment for $115.6 million to preventive health to focus on issues like obesity, the first thousand days of a child's life. All of these things are very important for the health of a nation. And the Greens have come out and they have said that they would support health as a key decision-making factor in all 
overall policies. And we know that a lot of the health issues that affect the day-to-day individual can't just be solved by health departments, but they are issues that are related to housing, related to employment, related to education, related to transport even. A lot of the causes of ill health can't just be solved by the health minister. And so we would call on the incoming government to ensure that health is at the center of all of their decision making. I would just want to flag too that uh, the coalition has come out and made a lot of commitments to mental health, including addressing uh, youth suicide, and we applaud that. But we just want to underscore that the particular needs of young Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people uh, remains a significant gap. And as well, we would urge the coalition, should they win the election, that they need to also focus more on harm minimization and the treatment of alcohol and other uh, other drugs. Well thank you Krista. To check out AAHA's election 2019 health policy assessment visit awha.asn.au slash election. You'll also find our election media releases and other election commentary on this page. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by following at OzHealthcare, with Oz being AUS. AAHA's Election 2019 Health Policy Assessment seeks to raise awareness of and encourage debate on health policy, as well as to educate health policy decision makers and the health sector.